So, this podcast, is it any good? Eh, they follow some shite clubs, but it's a pretty good pod. Lavelle, Rose up the middle, looking, cutting, shooting, good! The Unnamed Soccer Podcast. Absolutely brilliant from Liverpool, and for Barcelona, chaotic, catastrophic. A sensational start, a controversial start. And it's advantage to the Reds. The Unnamed Soccer Podcast. D. Smith, welcome in. It's the latest edition of the Unnamed Soccer Podcast. The Unnamed Soccer Podcast brought to you by Three Punk Ales in Chula Vista. It is also brought to you by Sport Clips, where it is good to be a guy. Darren and I are recording on a Tuesday evening. A Tuesday evening. Tomorrow is trash day for me, Darren. I need to get the trash cans out tonight. Don't let me forget. Hello. Welcome to the podcast. Oh, trash day. Tell me about that, Jordan. I've never lived in a house where you had to be responsible for taking trash cans out to a street corner. I usually just throw them down a trash chute in whatever building I live in. Tell me more about that process. You do what now? You just throw it in the hallway? I don't throw it in the hallway. I actually walk down the hallway and I go to the trash chute and I throw it down the trash chute and then it goes down and it falls into a dumpster that somebody takes away. What happens if you miss trash day? Then you are left with a lot of trash in your trash bins for an extra week. What happens is your wife isn't happy with you. That's the answer to that question. Okay. I've never honestly never been in the situation where I've had to take trash cans out to a street corner. I've never... People will be surprised by this, I suppose, but I've never lived in a house in my life. It's true. New York boy. Yeah. Apartments, apartments, condos, multi-unit. I've never not shared a wall with somebody. Mm. Wow. Yeah. Well, there's always time for changing things. Yes. Yeah, I suppose. How you doing, Jordan? How you living? You live in March? You look great. Thank you. Um, I get, thank you. Uh, yeah, it's, it's good. I'm sipping on a Michelada, uh, which is what I was drinking Saturday night. You know what? This reminds me of a story that I did not write down to bring up on this podcast, but I just said the word Michelada, and it made me think of this story from Saturday night at Stone Liberty Station. We were doing the show, Match Day Live. It was a great time. Um, we got to see a lot of people that we love, including John Gennaro, who showed up, and he comes up to me. Uh, I think he was at the Padres game earlier. He, his first drinks of the evening were not at stone. I'll tell you that. Um, he, and I think he and, uh, he and Elston went to the game together, I believe. So they, they, they show up a little bit later <laughs> and Gennaro comes up to me. Uh, I'm at the table next to you. You probably remember this, um, where we're doing the show. And he's like, Jordan, I'm just so proud of you. I'm like, Oh, that's so nice. That's, that's a nice thing to say. Cause yeah, I'm just so proud of you. You're, you're the whitest guy I know, and you're drinking a Michelada. <laughs> and I said, what? Yeah, I heard that. He said, he said, yeah, yeah, you're like, you're the whitest guy I know. And you're, and I'm looking at him. We're talking about John Gennaro. I, I just didn't understand what he was. I don't know. It was a weird, it was weird. I didn't understand what he was getting at, but he was very proud he was very proud that I was drinking a Michelada. So I hope that I'm making John Gennaro very proud once again tonight. I am sipping on a Michelada. You asked how I was doing. There's your answer. Yeah. What do you say to something like that? I don't, you know, I don't really know what the proper response is. I, I presume it was intended as a compliment, but it's just a very awkward thing to say. And I don't really 
think you have any real way to go, oh, like, do you say thanks or do you say what? Like, you know, like, what's the proper response to that other than just to turn around and. Right. I wanted to say you just went to a Padres game with Craig Elston and I'm the whitest guy, you know, that's what I wanted to say. I didn't say it. Do you think I handled it? Okay. Uh, yes. Now knowing what sort of inner conflict existed in the moment that I hadn't previously known. Yes. I, I think that, I think that you handled that very well. <laughs> so kudos to you. Sure. That, that is incredible restraint in the moment. When again, nobody really knows how they're going to respond in a situation quite like that. Correct. I was called sassy on Saturday night. Sassy. Boy, you yeah. had a real eventful night. What was Did going I? on? I don't know. I was just having a good time. This is what happens when you're in charge of the beer tokens. People, people come at you. Oh, man. We did a good job. We did a good job distributing beer tokens. And I want to say San Diego Loyal. I think it's Loyal. It has to be Loyal. They bought everybody beers. Like, they were just here's a bucket full of tokens for free beers at stone brewing and Liberty station. So have at it everybody. And it was supposed to be one per person. I'm not sure that that was uh, strictly enforced in the moment, but uh, I showed up twice. Good on them and good on stone brewing for making that happen. That was really, really thoughtful. That was a serious. Like that was amazing to have that happen on a Saturday night. It's a little awkward to have to bring this up on a podcast, Darren, but we played the game after the night was done where you spin a wheel and wherever it lands, that's who was paying for the tab that night. And it landed on your name. Damn. I didn't even the bill. I just sort of signed it and moved on. Right. Yes. That's what we were banking on. Yeah. Well, hey, whatever. Uh, you know, check your bank. I can pick up a tab every once in a while, Jordan, right? Yes. How's the keg doing? at the SD loyal offices. Do we need to refill that? Have they, uh, have they polished that bad boy off quite yet? Well, I'm glad you brought this up. Um, I got to admit, if there's one thing I'm somewhat disappointed in is that we've not seen any video or pictures of our guy Pato doing right. kegs inside of the loyal offices. So I, I don't know. I felt like we were pretty clear about, I haven't even received it. Thank you. If we're going to have a keg dropped off there from three punk ales and Chula Vista, and we're going to contribute to charity in exchange for one of our favorite dudes ever doing a keg stand in the office. I, I would have expected that to be done within minutes. And we know they heard the podcast because they've told us about the podcast and mm. texted us about the podcast. So I can't quite figure out what's going on there. Where was yeah. the breakdown here, people? I don't know. Forget a green jersey. I can't even get a thank you. Wow. Okay. I figured that green Jersey thing was not going to go well. Thank you to Megan. Thank you to Jesse for delivering me a green goalkeeper gargoyle kit. I love it. It's fantastic. It's one of the favorite things that I own. And Jordan, I'm told that yours isn't going to take too much longer. Right. Okay. Um, let's talk about, let's talk about anything else. Champions League. The, uh, locals uh, jerseys. They've got kits too, you know. They do. I know. I bought one of them. They look fantastic. They are very, very nice. Uh, it is hanging in my closet. I'm going to have to break it out very soon. Where are you going to wear that? You know, probably to the park with Luca. It's good. Kick you the ball around. That? Match day live. I am down. Yeah, we should. Uh, yeah, I could totally do that on match day live Saturday before the LA game. That okay. was in Los Angeles. I incorrectly told Landon on the post-match show. We'll see a Saturday at Torero. He's like, all right, well, I ain't going to be there. 
<laughs> or or maybe you were laying some groundwork for us to do match day live from Carson. It would be funny if we did the show from Torero and we're like, oh, we really thought it was a home game. <laughs> hey, turn the the, yeah, just do the whole show from a stadium with the lights off. It would be pretty good. Everyone right. would make fun of us because they think like it was a it was an accident, but it's actually planned here on the podcast. Let's just do it. Yeah. Let's just show up to Torero. There's probably like a football game or something going on. So it's funny, you know, because Jordan says on a oh. He's interviewing Landon and he says, we'll see you Saturday. Then all of a sudden we actually were approached about doing match day live from Carson. So maybe they took that seriously. Maybe it's unfortunate. I'm actually filling in for Jack Cronin this weekend for the USD football game. So I am actually going to be at Torero stadium for a one o'clock game. And then later in the evening doing match day live. So hmm. Carson probably unavailable for yours truly, which unfortunately probably makes it unavailable for match day live, but we'll see, we'll see what happens. We'll keep you updated on all of that. What are you going to do between the USD football game and match day live? Yeah. Um, that's a great question. Like I said, we should just do match day live from Torero stadium. We can just tailgate at the campus of USD where you're definitely not allowed to tailgate. We'll just do all the things you're not supposed to do at USD. We'll do those until match day live <laughs> kicks off. How about that? <laughs> Yeah, I'm down. I'm good with it. Yeah, I think that'd be a good filler. I think that's good. I don't know where we're going to be exactly. I have a feeling we're going to be at Stone and Liberty Station. I think that's the plan. That's my plan. Are we giving away free beers again? I don't think I'm ever going to be trusted with tokens again. Are you anticipating a bunch of awkward uh, compliments? No. Okay. What are awkward compliments? Maybe oh, from like Gennaro? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, that's that's what we need. I think we'll be from Stone. It's the chicken sandwich, man. I can't leave it. It's what it is. Chicken sandwich at Stone Brewing and Liberty Station is so good. From the moment I wake up on Saturday, I start thinking about it and I revolve my whole day. Like I have breakfast and lunch that's planned in full anticipation of eating a chicken sandwich at Stone Brewing. It's that good. It's fantastic. It's very good. Let's get to some real stuff before uh, Drew from the locals says our podcast sucks again. Um, let's <laughs> well, see. on Drew's podcast, so you know whose podcast? I thought I was on two balls and a mic. I think it was a collaboration. I'm not quite sure. Let's uh, well, let's talk about our contrasting Landon Donovan, Donovan interviews because I interviewed him Wednesday night. Uh, oh, San Diego before, Boyle, before I want to just tell you one little stat: San Diego's up to a 98 percent to make the playoffs. I feel good. Playoff push. It's arrived. Six okay. matches. Left to go. Um, I interviewed Landon post game Wednesday. They lost two one in Oakland, even though it wasn't yes. actually Oakland. It was in Livermore, but that's well, listen. Phoenix plays in wherever Chandler galaxy plays in Carson. So trend here. Chargers uh, play in LA. So there you go. So, he was very upbeat. They lost. He was upbeat. We played really well. We played really well. Blah, 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 blah. You talked to him Saturday night. They win 4-2 and not happy. Like, it's just a bizarre, like, the, the result was inversely proportionate to the manager's mood. You know what I mean? Totally. Very weird. Yeah. yeah. Not what I mean. Like, I hear a different manager in town just being very happy all the time for just battling. 
Um, and then Landon's the complete opposite. Landon's like, oh, we lost, but we found here's some positives. That's, and that was, it's not what he does every time, but it's what happened after that Oakland match that Darren's referencing. And then Saturday, when I chat with him following four goals on the road in a victory, uh, he's just not happy, just not happy with the performance. He said they played just like any other USL team, which is not a compliment. <laughs> that is not a compliment. Um, so yeah, he was, he was not happy. Listen, you said it, the playoff pushes on. That's, I feel like where we're at right now. So gosh, the playoffs, we've never dealt with the playoffs before. So this is going to be wild. Yeah. I, I mean, he talked a little bit about the field. He talked about roots, not really trying to play Wednesday night. So he wasn't all that thrilled with, with them, with the opponent, with the circumstances. But yeah, then you have a performance like Tumi Moshe Body, who's on to 10 goals, Jordan. 10, 10, count them, 10. Mm. Grab the match by the scruff of its neck and carried Loyal home to victory on Saturday night and actually said as much. That's that's what Landon said. He's like, Tumi Moshe Body won us the game tonight, even though he wasn't a starter. He came in for Douglas Martinez Jr. Right. Yeah, Tumi is uh, very important down the stretch. And he's going to be in very important come playoff times. I'm looking at the, uh, I'm on 538's website right now, just looking at what the probabilities are for making the playoffs. Phoenix is already clinched, huh? Yeah, uh, Phoenix clinched. Uh, yes, that is that is accurate. All right, so they're in. East team, East team, El Paso just about to be in. The Switchbacks. That's a team that San Diego could be playing in the first round of the playoffs. They're 96% to get in. San Diego, 98% to get in. Orange County, 94. New Mexico, a team we're going to see next month, 56. That mountain is a wild one. Anything can happen there. Um, I feel like the Pacific, it's, you really kind of, you know who the top, you don't know who the top four are necessarily. Top three, you have a really good idea. Um, but that four spot's a little bit more open. The mountain on the other side, that's just tough. There's a lot of teams that are in it there. Um, let's see. Orange County, 94%. They're looking great. Sacramento, only a 33% chance. They have a lot of work to do. And, and Los Angeles, still a 29% chance. I think Vegas has probably been like eliminated, right? Uh, I don't know that that's official, but no, yeah. Not official yet. Less yeah. than 1%, though. Yeah, so. That's that's good. Um these numbers would have looked very, very different without a win in Las Vegas Saturday night. So that's why I bring it up. You take away those three points and the other results that happened, and there were some late goals that happened in the Pacific. So um, if that was a loss Saturday night, all of a sudden you're feeling pretty uncomfortable down the stretch, but instead you feel really good. You feel like this team is definitely going to the playoffs, and now what the battle for is to secure a top two spot so you can host a playoff game at Torero Stadium where we might be all day Saturday. Right, yeah, we're going to uh, do several events from, from Torero Stadium. You know, the only thing I know about Colorado switchbacks now, that not that it's time to start scouting. I think they've got the USL championship leading scorer on their team, Haji Berry. They but do. I've never played live who I couldn't, if he walked in my house, I wouldn't know, but uh, You'd be 20, like, Hey, why are you in my house? Hey, you, well, who are you? 24 goals so far on the season for Haji Berry, as we just talked about Tumi Moshibani leading the club with 10. So I, I mean, I think it's sort of exciting. And, you know, here's the other thing about it. And, you know, I think that this is an important point for the club, as you mentioned, 
since this is season number two. They've never been to the postseason. They had an outside, they had a puncher's chance at the end of last season, and, and we know the way the season ended. Mm-hmm. But Jordan, in terms of, and I, I mean this respectfully to you know to USD football, but the hierarchy around San Diego sports, you know, the Padre season is over. They're not playing any more home games. San Diego State basketball doesn't play until like the middle of November, you know, maybe the end of November. Um, after, you know, after the playoffs, the, the USL playoffs, uh, the football team is playing up in Carson. So, you know, maybe people don't really want to schlep all the way up to, to Carson to go watch. We, you know, this is like a real opportunity for people who listen to this podcast, um, who've never been to go, you know, and I, I bring up Peter in Point Loma, who's somebody who's a longtime sports radio listener around town, who's interacted with you and me on Twitter for, for a decade. He's, you know, he's like salt of the earth, Point Loma kind of fella, Arsenal fan, up early, goes to Bluefoot. And he was telling us he started going to loyal matches. He's a huge soccer fan, but he, he like had never really gone live. Loved the experience. Thought it was a you know, totally different perspective than watching the Premier League on NBC or watching whatever you know, national team coverage you get. Like, you know, we're pretty much the only show in town here for the next couple of weeks, you know, in terms of like, a, you know, a pro sports team on a pathway towards the postseason. So, you know, six matches in October, three of them at home. You know, this is like a pretty important time for fans who are there all the time to get others. And even those of you who listen to this podcast to wake up early and go watch whatever you watch, wherever you watch it, like feels like a good time to start inviting and opening up spots on the bandwagon. Uh, I totally agree with that. I'm looking at the six games that are left on the schedule and the three at home are probably the best three that are left on the schedule, if you ask me. And the good news down the stretch with those six teams that you play, you don't play Phoenix. You've been done with them for a while. You don't play like Orange County two, three times down the stretch either. So you, you have a schedule where you play two teams out of the six who are currently in a playoff spot. Oakland in a playoff spot. And then Orange County, we still have on the schedule. They're in a playoff spot as well. So those are the teams you have to worry about. It's not as difficult. I know the team will approach it this way in the sense that, oh, we have an easy schedule. We don't have anything to worry about. They have plenty to worry about here in the final six games and things that they need to get right in order to beat Phoenix in the playoffs or a different team earlier on. So they, they have things they're working on, but I will say this is the reason why 538 has you at like 96 or 98, whatever it was percent to make the postseason because you've accrued so many points at this point. And now you have a schedule that you have down the stretch that really positions yourself to, to qualify and really get a top two spot. That's the goal right now. Yeah, I, if you would have started the season saying, what are your goals? I say playoffs one, but now that you find yourself in this position where you're 10 points clear in the good playoff position with six left to go, I'm with you. I'm I'm starting to get a little bit greedy and starting to think about hosting a playoff game, a home playoff game at Torero Stadium. I, I mean, I know there will have to be some juggling in terms of who's scheduled to do what since you, know, you are not the top priority at Torero Stadium. But all of that said, to be able to play at home in season number two, like that's how you get the bandwagon going. You know, that's how you, you know, you bring in people who are casual. That's how you bring in people who have heard us talk about it, but haven't yet tried it, haven't yet seen it. So 
you know, again, and, and a guy like Peter and Point Long, I loved hearing that. He's like, oh, I love soccer. All these years that he interacts with us. He sent us that amazing map a couple of years ago. Whatever happened to that map? I have it. Nice. And, you know, so you huge supporter and like he just started going to matches he's like yeah like it's it's great like i the beer's cold and everything's you know everything's a lot more fun there so keep them coming yeah absolutely playoff game in Torero would be a ton of fun darren's drinking a gulch it's reminding me to uh to say that tim stoops your beer is still on your way on the way (laughs) 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 it was a busy weekend i apologize tim stoops had a Bundesliga report last week we did not have a podcast which he did not know. We didn't know either. We were trying, but it just didn't work out. And now we're doing a podcast, but we haven't got a Bundesliga report. So no report from Stoops this week. I'm pretty sure he's like on this RV to Buffalo. Is I think he's trying to drive to Germany is what he said. Nice. Well, that would be nice. Imagine if the Bundesliga report actually came from Germany. I don't even know what we do with ourselves. So let me just finish this by saying Galaxy on Saturday, mm. follow Saturday, hosting Sacramento. Sacramento's never missed the postseason. And as you laid it out there earlier, Sunday, October 17th, Loyal hosts New Mexico United. There's a Wednesday match in Orange County. Sunday, October 24th, hosting Oakland Roots, who's going to be fighting for a playoff spot and finish the season October 30th in Sacramento. Beautiful. Well said. Good work. Which means, oh, you know what really needs to happen? a playoff match day live at home so we can pop champagne with someone on the pregame show. What if we're at home and clinch a playoff spot, but we've already drank the champagne. That would be very match day live of us. Are we going to have to start bringing two bottles when we're in that stage? Probably. Yeah. It's a good idea. I mean, imagine, imagine our show bringing extra alcohol to Torero stadium. Yeah. That is so unlike us. It's amazing looking at the table, man. I mean, 56 points for Phoenix, 40 for Loyal, 37 for Orange County, 30 for Roots, 30 for Tacoma, 29 for Galaxy. So, like, that's not going to be some walk in the park on Saturday. 29 for Sacramento. I mean, there you got one, two, three, four teams within a point of each other for that fourth and final playoff spot. Yes, we do. It's going to be fun down the stretch. I want to pop champagne in the playoffs pre and post. And Loyal plays all of them. I mean – a couple of times in some cases. Mm. Okay, let's quickly, because I'm hungry and I haven't eaten dinner yet. Quickly, let's talk about Champions League. I'm sure you loved what happened in Madrid earlier today. The sheriff. The, the sheriff. sheriff. The sheriff went into Madrid and took down. That is one of the most amazing results ever. I mean, did you. I had never heard of Sheriff, FC Sheriff before. I'd give you $1,000 if you could tell me what country they're from. Darren, they're located in Transnistria. Yeah, go on. Could you, if I rolled out a map, would you be able to point to where trans, how did you say it? Darren, I can't even say it. Moldova. Yes, the, uh, the club from Moldova which I believe is a former uh, USSR satellite country, Jordan, as everybody knows. But yeah, Everyone's an expert on that all of a sudden. Ima- <laughs> Imagine that club going into Madrid and beating Real Madrid in a Champions League match. Whoever could go to a Super League after something like this? Yeah, you can't. You know what it made me think of? 
the open cup here in the States, how much more like we're experiencing this season, which is great. There's so many new things, but we're going to get something even brand new next year when we get to play in that tournament which is a tournament where you can do stuff like this. You can be an underdog and you can go on the road into the big boy's house and you can just pull off this miraculous win. So that's what it made me think of. I like, I want to be that team. I mean, I don't want to always be that team. I want that team to eventually be good, but like, I want to have that moment with SD loyal in the open cup where we go to LAFC and we whoop that ass. Whoop that ass. Is that who you had pictured there is the real Madrid in this conversation? LAFC. I guess I should say the LA galaxy, but we see them so much in USL. Yeah. Seattle Sounders, somebody like that. Yeah. Sure. Yeah. Whatever. Portland. Atlanta. Atlanta. That'd be a good one. That would be a good one. The the Revs, the New England Revolution. Like that's a road trip right there. We go to Atlanta for the Open Cup. Oof. Is that even possible? Are we allowed to go that far east? I think you're right. It would be the LA Galaxy. They're the winningest club in MLS history. So imagine little tiny SD Loyal led by their former great player taking this club there into StubHub Dignity Health Sports Park. Yeah, that's that's what I was thinking. But what a moment. Like that, that's now not for Madrid fans. I get it. But for everyone else, that was fun. Yeah, I think so. I, I mean, a club that you said earlier, you're right. It's It's younger than everybody who's listening. The club was founded in 1997. Right. And they scored in the 89th minute in Madrid. That's, that's the winning club in Champions League history, losing at home and only scoring via penalty kick in the 65th minute. Something. Scenes. Scenes. As the kids say, scenes. And a freaking banger of a goal, too. Mm-hmm. Really good. Yeah. I liked it. Somebody, uh, somebody posted on Twitter as one of the most charming things that the club's official Instagram account, Sheriff Tiraspol's official Instagram account, posted video of their goals that they <laughs> were using like a cell phone that, to video to record off of television. Like they didn't even have the official feed that they were sending out to their supporters on Instagram. They were doing like what all of us dorks do, where we like just aim a camera phone at a television and record something and posting that on Instagram. Like that was their, that was their digital department today was like no better than the average Twitter troll. I saw that. I texted my dad right away. I'm like, how, when did you become the social media manager for Sheriff? (laughs) That is like a real dad thing to do. Yeah. Very dad. Very dad. It happens. It happens. And then, uh, of course, PSG and Man City, you know, the uh, the match that really makes you think about like a, being a football romantic, you know, when you think of PSG and Manchester City, boy, I'll tell you. I mean, it just, it doesn't, it doesn't get more, uh, you know, it didn't get more close to the soul than those two clubs. Yes. What an experience that was. I watched the Galasso channel again. That's how I took it. In. How did you watch today? Galasso. And what else would you watch? I mean, I'm also in the studio, so I like that they bounce around. I don't need to watch Liverpool just beat down Porto. You know, I mean, I don't need to watch all 90 minutes of that. Like, bounce me around. Get me to other things. Let me let me watch some other stuff. Unless it's my club, what do I want to, you know, just harp in on one single match for on any given day? What a finish in Milan. That late goal from Atleti. Yeah. PSG wins 2-0. 
Yeah, let's let's uh, count up all the former Barca players who scored impactful goals today. Oh, Antoine Griezmann, Luis Suarez, Messi. Interesting. Oh, okay, that's that's great to see. That's fun, right? That's fun. That's so fun, absolutely. You guys get Benfica tomorrow. Congratulations. Don't love it. Don't love it. Uh, but do love what happened over the weekend. I love watching younger players play. The story of Ansu Fati returning after a, a devastating knee injury last year, scoring in his return in the 91st minutes against Levante was fantastic. I'm all team kid. Like I'm all team academy. Like let, let all the players from the farm play. And that's exactly what Barca appears to be doing. Yeah. Right. What are you having up there? An earthquake? No, no. My computer's just doing something funky and I'm just making sure it's not going to shut down what I'm doing here. That was really well said. Darren, tomorrow, Chelsea get Juve, Mignana. Uh, Without Christian Pulisic. Right, no Pulisic. Ankle injury, thanks to the U.S. men's national team. Thanks a lot. Honduran national team, I think, is is what you're saying. Now, here's an interesting question. The roster for the U.S. men's national team comes out on Wednesday. Would you expect to see Weston McKinney on that roster? Yes. Interesting. Would you expect... I thought he wasn't kicked off the team. We didn't kick him off, did we? So he comes back this soon? I mean, what else do you got? What else? How far is this punishment? What else do we have to do to punish this kid? I, I do not know. I, I do not know how, how much of a disciplinary and Greg Berhalter is. I think he's back. I mean, if you're, listen, if you're going to bring him back, you bring him back now. If you're, I mean, why, what is this? You gonna extend this even further? No, we don't have time for this. He either he's either part of the team or he's not. So make your make up your mind and then go with that. I think he's part of the team. I would be inclined to bring him back, but maybe you want to let him wait until November. I, I don't. I, I you know I don't have the answer to that. I mean Jamaica, Panama. What did he do wrong again? Hmm? What did he do wrong? Um, well, he broke, uh, he violated curfew and, and COVID protocols twice when they were in Nashville. Apparently he left his hotel when he shouldn't have, that was one. And then two, he had, uh, a, uh, unauthorized visitor in his room. So Chad, you just uh, feel like an idiot saying this out loud. Yeah. He yeah. just like, getting late. Let him fucking get back to the team guys. All right. <laughs> we good. We're good. I think he's part of the team. If you want to kick him off the team forever for that, then that's you. But that's not my reaction. Not my reaction. That's my favorite dude on that team. We've already he's already been suspended. I'm not saying you don't like have any action. Like he has to be punished somehow. And he's already he's already been punished. He was already sent home early. He they suspended him for one. No, um, I think two. Too. He missed the match. I think because he didn't play that one when it came out, and then they sent him home, and there was another game still to be played. Yeah, yeah. Well. So, it's already missed two, and we're just talking about World Cup qualifiers. There's not a lot of these. I, you can't give him I, a ten game suspension if you do that. He's off the team. I I get it, and we might you know who knows we might be out of a World Cup. Right, and listen, I want to get to the World Cup. It's important. Yes. And there may be other banana peels to get in the way. I'm not going to allow this to get in the way. An unauthorized guest in the room? No. No rules for Jordan. Jordan's, Jordan replaces Triple G. No rules. 
No, well, I mean, I'm not saying that. I'm saying he's already been punished. We don't need to listen. We don't need to get crazy with what he did here. Well, I mean, the flip side of it is you go out, you get COVID because you're around these unauthorized guests and all of a sudden you somehow torpedo your team's chances of going to the World Cup. That's pretty bad, too. Right. Did that happen? <laughs> well, we'll never know. But, you know, he seems to have a trend here. Like, there's a pattern because he did. I get it. I, I know. I'm going to get the whole people are going to yell at me about COVID. And I trust me. I'm not saying don't be safe with COVID. I'm just saying let's not. Let's not torpedo Weston McKenney's career with the U.S. men's national team over a moment like this. It's not worth it. Yeah. That's my point. This is not a COVID conversation. Yeah. yeah. Okay. I'm with you. All right. I, I would like to see him back. That's all. If he's coming back, you might as well bring him back next yeah. week. But if he has COVID right now, we don't want him. Well, he's got to stay. You got to stay. We can't have, we got to be safe. Got to be a good teammate. Yeah. Correct. I mean, I, I really do. The, the feel good story of the day is definitely uh, PSG and Man City. Tomorrow it's Chelsea. Chelsea, Uve. Yeah. Uh, here's Benfica, Barca. Uh, I'm looking for a, a Bayern and Dinamo Kiev. Uve, Chelsea, United, Villarreal. Interesting. So not a not, not quite the decent slate, but we'll see. Chance for somebody to be the next. Year. Got it. All right. Good pod, Darren. I liked it. We'll see. We had, a, we had a breakdown in the middle of the podcast. We had to reconnect and I went on this two minute rant and no one heard any of it because it wasn't recorded. It was really good. It was good. What was it about loyal? It was about loyal. It was about our remaining schedule. Well, we did a good job. We recovered. That's all that matters. The audience will never know that you edited it. Okay. How do we get sheriff in USL? That'd be a fun team. <laughs> that would be, I wonder if they would make the playoffs in the Pacific division. I mean, if they're beating Madrid and Madrid, they're making the playoffs, right? Have you seen Madrid? 